I'm Rachel, and welcome to Beacon's Aura, a D&D 5e playthrough set in a homebrew urban fantasy world. Join us in our D&D adventures as Mark, the DM, navigates our three-player characters through their stories and through the world of Beacon. Enjoy the session! So we zoom in on the worn and weary city of Beacon. The streets littered with abandoned vehicles, vacant buildings are mostly looted of valuable contents, and most importantly, the citizens of Beacon live under the protection of an aura radiating from an old radio tower, preventing horrible and potentially world-ending monsters from entering. It was 42 years ago that hundreds of refugees fled the invasion of these terrible monsters and made Beacon their new home. The city itself was found completely abandoned and void of former occupants besides some pests that nest in structures and holes throughout the city. Even the language and the technology that was left behind was different and strange. In the beacon itself, uh, the aura emits keeping all monsters away. It gives them protection they need to flourish. The refugees made their, the best of their situation. Some took up occupancy in old buildings and homes while others made small farming communities just outside the town. They continued to rebuild and defend their lives here in their new home, thankful that they didn't end up like many of their friends and loved ones during the invasion. It's a rough life, but the citizens of Beacon are held together by the religious center and presumed savior of the, re the residents, the Beacon. We go in to a small fighting arena known as the Iron Fist. Down in the basement, we find Karis and another occupant, uh, another teenage boy uh, named Rodden, who are sitting down in one of the rooms, throwing a rubber ball up against a wall, back and forth <laughs> to each other. So, thump, 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 back and forth, all the, to each other, and talking this afternoon. Uh, Rodden, he's a 17-year-old. A um, he's got some short, messy hair, uh, brown color, uh, and blue eyes. And he's just scrawny little guy. Um, he looks over to Karis and says, so yeah, are you sneaking up to see the fights again today? Uh, duh. Are you? I mean, it's it's good to to kind of watch for that. I mean, prepare for what's coming for me. So. Yeah, and like her shoulders kind of slump a little bit. Um, and she just goes. I guess it's not really as exciting if it's gonna be you in there soon. I mean, I, I've been getting some training, though. I mean, Carter's been showing me some stuff, so I think I'm getting better. I think I might do all right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, you'll do good. I just, I don't know. There's, you know, there's, like, a time you might not do good. Talking, you know, talking like your dad. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, everybody kind of has their ups and downs, I guess. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's he's completely out of the game, right? I mean, I would like to think it's just, you know, he's like a temporary underdog. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like, you know, I mean, he, you know, like a few years ago, you know, he'd get like decked in the face. And like a couple of days later, he'd be fine. But now, like, it takes longer. I guess it's because you're older. I don't know. I mean, I think you probably have like a good 15 years of fighting in you. Like, I bet you would be like champion for sure at one point. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But. I don't know. Carter's pretty good too. But. Mm-hmm. His, his dad, though, I don't know what he thinks of me. And... Oh, James? Yeah. James. Um, and you know James is the, the guy who runs the Iron Fist. He's the he's the owner. Um, this big, muscular, uh, bald-headed man who... I mean, he runs the Iron Fist with an Iron Fist. He's, <laughs> he, he keeps things in line there. So. Um, but yeah, he, Rodden just says, I, I just don't know if he... If he's gonna like me that much, because I mean I'm I'm competing against his son potentially to be the top top spot here. Um. Hey, out of character, Mark. Do you, uh, when when people have gone against his son in the past, does he seem to like have favorites? The arena owner. I mean, he he definitely wants his son to succeed. You you've seen that. Um, his son is still kind of fresh into it, though. He's not he's not quite to the top level yet that, like, your dad was at. Uh-huh. He was, he was a little bit higher up in his abilities compared to even what Carter's at right now. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on if he'll play favorites or not. I yeah. mean... Like, I know you're, like... Then she'll, like, lower her voice a little bit, and uh, she'll say, like, I know you want to do this a little bit, but you ever thought about just, like, doing something else? I mean, I could always try to do something else, but I don't know what else I'd be good at. Like, I just think the options are crappy. You know, yeah. like I mean, don't, don't tell anyone, but but I mean, you know, I've I've been here, already accumulating a debt. Like, I don't have any parents here. Like, they're not paying for me. I've I've been accumulating a debt to to James this whole time. Like, I gotta I gotta pay that off before I can leave, or who knows what he'll do. Yeah, um, I guess I didn't think about that. I mean, and as you guys are talking, all of a sudden, uh, an older woman comes in. Or she's not older; she's middle aged, uh, but she's older than you. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's one of the women who, who work here. Um, and it's Miranda, uh, this nice uh, middle aged lady, who has been kind of like a motherly figure to you uh, throughout your your time growing up here. And she says, "Oh, hey, hello, hello, you two. Uh, I I just went in and." 
Um, I bought a I bought a nice little treat for my kids, and I uh, I just want to stop by to see if you would like a, a cook a cookie each. Oh my gosh, that's so nice! <laughs> yeah. So she pulls out uh, from a little bag two cookies and uh, gives one to to each of you. Are you sure you don't want to like give the other ones to your kids though? No, they they already have enough energy. <laughs> they don't need any more. Yeah. Okay. I I can respect that. <laughs> She'll take it. Uh, are you two doing okay though? Mhm. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Um. By the way, I don't know if I ever described Karis. Go ahead, you can describe Karis. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, she is about five seven. Um, she has like golden brown colored skin, um, and like pretty like piercing golden eyes like actually gold uh and she has like maroon colored hair um one half is like braided pretty and tidy tiny little tight braids and the other side is loose and it goes down to her waist and um yeah she's kind of lanky herself it probably comes with you know there's probably not like an abundance of food everywhere where they live so yeah. yeah, definitely not a ton of extra food to go, to go around. So, mm-hmm. um, Bam Miranda will just say, "Okay, well, you two be good tonight, um, and I'll see you around." And she she heads up. <sighs> Rodden just looks to you and just is like, "Yeah, I mean, I feel like James wants me to do well, though. I mean, he's." He's setting stuff up for me, I guess. What do you mean he's setting stuff up for you? Um Okay, you can't you can't tell anybody right now about this. This is Okay. This is something that I think he set up for just me and Carter and it's supposed to be kind of a secret because he's worried that like if other league members found out about this that he might get in trouble. But Oh. She like leans in like very eagerly, like what is it? So Apparently, James found somebody who he does kind of like experimental treatments on people. Like, I don't know. And it's, it's some sort of, some sort of procedure or something that makes it so that people can fight better. And like, he's, he's having me and Carter do it like he's he's paying for it uh what it okay uh what does that mean I mean I don't know all the details but like supposedly it's gonna make me a better fighter it's gonna like make me stronger and faster and tougher and uh that's that's what the that's what James was saying so and he's it's like expensive I mean probably expensive like if you could just become stronger, faster, and everything, just for cheap, everyone would be doing it, so... Oh my gosh. Wait, why did, Why am I not in on this? I'm almost 18. I don't know. I mean... <sighs> okay. I 
mean, I don't know if your dad's going to like this, but I mean, we're just going to be out in the back alley after the fights tonight. We're going to meet with this guy. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be gone potentially for a few days. And, and if you snuck out there and you, you talk to this guy, maybe, maybe things could be worked out. But again, I don't want your dad mad at me. So don't tell him I told you this. Oh no, I'll just, um, you know, you know how I always wander around in back alleys at night by yeah. myself? Yeah, <laughs> But, yeah, okay, because here's the thing. I, if literally my only options when I turn 18 are live on the street and probably die, be one of the girls here, or fight, like, I, I mean, I guess I'd pick fighting maybe, but I don't really want to do that either. Like, I, I feel like there needs to be a, a better way to do this. But if I can get dad out I mean, by, you know, like, getting some extra, like, maybe I could punch people really hard or something. I mean, like, I, I'm sure that, I don't know, I, I know that you look up to your dad and everything, but I don't know if the fighting life is the, the right life for you. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this though. No matter what, no matter what happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can to help keep you safe and protected. <sighs> well, okay. Like I know the fighting life like isn't like like I know I'm kind of I'm kind of wimpy. I mean, I didn't and say I, that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Well, no. I mean, I just I I don't really. Okay, I think fighting's awesome, right? And I love the matches, and I, I love watching. But what I don't like is that you have to stay even when you don't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Like, if, if, if this was different, maybe. But I don't like maybe being, like... I don't like being trapped in it, potentially. And I don't like that you're already trapped in it. I don't like that he's trapped in it like Dad is. So, if there's, like, a different way to do this, I want to take it. But I don't know if this guy has it, what you're talking about, this experiment guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I really don't... I've just heard stuff from, from Carter. I don't know what what all this is going to be. Uh, but, I mean, if you snuck out there, just saying, I'm, I, I, I won't tell anybody. Okay. I probably will then. Wait, but won't he, like, will he get mad at me? Will James get mad at me? I don't know. I mean... Is he going to be there? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a little scary, but, you know, it, I'm sure it'll be okay, right? Right? Um, yeah. I mean, if, if there's someone that's going to give you a lot of extra strength to win then why not take it you know especially if someone else is gonna pay for it yeah wait wait do you not want to i mean i'll i'll, I'll do it i mean if james is gonna pay for it if james is gonna do this for me i'm gonna do it so and it'll it'll be something so i can start working my own thing and do my own thing and who knows like if we if we start winning like carter and i start winning all the time we could make the Iron Fist like the top place again, and we could yeah. be like 
having a sweet life. Yeah, and maybe, maybe if you become the champ or something, then we could get, like, we could run this place. <laughs> you know, I mean, don't, oh, don't tell anyone I said that. Yeah, don't tell James. You... I, I would tell yeah. James that. I'm not stupid. Yeah, do not tell James that. But... I'm just saying it would be really cool, right? And, yeah, you don't want Carter to hear that either, because, you know, he doesn't like you. He'll probably wail on you or something. Whatever. But, but, yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to, maybe this is your chance. Okay. I'll figure, I'll figure out a way to, to talk to this person. Okay. So... So yeah, you and uh, you and Rod, and you just kind of hang out down there, messing around, enjoying your cookie. Um, is a pretty happy time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you spend a lot of days like this. Uh, your life is basically just living in in the Iron Fist. I mean, you're you're welcome to go up upstairs when um, when things aren't going on, but once the fight night starts uh you're you're supposed to stay out of sight basically so you've, you've spent a lot of time in the basement or like hiding in the back upstairs yeah but, well sometimes i mean i i feel like i like to go sneak and watch the matches if no one can oh see yeah me. i mean as long as you don't get seen yeah that's the key i feel like i've found a couple pretty good hiding places over the years Yep, you know the angles and mm -hmm. the good things to, to see. So you yeah, definitely, yeah, you yeah. definitely can watch fights. Um, but yeah, as as the night progresses, you you two uh, kind of make your little sneaky way to get upstairs as it begins to fill up with patrons, um, and drinks begin to 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 get passed around. Everyone's getting more more rowdy. Uh, and over in the corner, there's, like, the, the wooden protective beams that kind of block off the fighting pit. And then people begin to crowd around there with their chairs and pull up tables. And they're all uh, starting to, to place bets on the various fighters that are going to be fighting tonight. Um, this evening, you guys are hosting another fighting pit uh, known as the Crushing Grasp. They are. They're bringing over some fighters tonight to compete against your fighters, and th they are your opponents this evening. Word coming. Dun dun dun. So okay. There's definitely even some people who are like all out for the Iron Fist, and there's some people who are for the Crushing Grasp, and some fights even like nearly break out. Um, <laughs> and you got James, who's kind of just like up there. Uh, like talking up the crowd and getting people trying to get them invested in uh, gambling and getting some drinks going and food and um, I mean they're really trying to he's really trying to play up the thing he's not really paying attention to to you if you go up there as long as you stay out of the way yeah I'm staying out of the way for sure I know the rules you know the rules um random question is he wearing a suit I've always I wanted I didn't know if he was the type of he he is, leader of the arena to wear a suit. He is not. the type to wear kind of like this this black like nice suit. It's not like a really fancy. 
it's got some wear to it, but it's it's fairly nice for typical like attire of residents of Beacon. Okay, cool. So he he is dressed up though. He's he's definitely looking Fancy. good for this. <laughs> he's looking good. Okay, perfect. But I mean, he's just kind of like clomping around with his heavy footfalls. I mean, he's a he's a big guy. He's got a lot of bulk to him, um, and he's just kind of going around. Just chatting up like, hey, welcome, welcome, good to see you. And uh, eventually, um, the other, the other boss, uh, the leader of the the grasping, uh, the crushing grasp, uh, he comes in and they, they kind of like shake hands and it almost looks like they're trying to like squeeze each other's hands so hard to make the other person like give up and everything and they kind of get in each other's face a little bit and it's like, yeah, you're going down and like this like really like brings the crowd into it too they see this because it's all like a show basically it's all to kind of rile up the crowd and get people really invested in the this this rivalry going on tonight um you see your dad sitting over at one of the tables kind of taping up his fists uh to and wrapping them all up to be to ready for the fight tonight uh how's his mood my dad uh, why don't you give me like a an insight roll, or I guess for now it'd be wisdom. Okay. First, first roll is an first insight roll. on my daddy. Yep. Okay. Um, I got a ten. Ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't look like he's really into to the night, but yeah, he seems he seems a little out of it. Okay. That probably, like, she might have, as she was, like, watching this whole, like, show, she might have been kind of, like, yeah, like, into it a little more. And then once she looks over at him, then she just sort of does not seem as invested anymore. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of gets a little more quiet. Yeah, he's just over there kind of getting ready. Um, eventually, James will kind of go over to him and just kind of, like, go give him a little bit of a pep talk, it looks like. And kind of, like, rub in his shoulders and smacks on the arm <laughs> a little bit. And, uh, he's he's he looks like he's trying to motivate him, and he kind of makes his rounds to the other fighters. So he goes over to Carter, and I mean, like it's father son bonding time going on. They're they're really getting into it, and uh, there's also Gregor, who he kind of like functions as like a a bodyguard enforcer type guy who really kind of keeps an eye on people to make sure they don't get out of line. Um, but he also fights. And he's he's right now the top dog in the in the Iron Fist. He's the he's the big guy. He's the guy who is headlining the fight tonight. Gregor is. Yeah, Gregor is. Okay. He's the headliner, um, fighting the the champion in the the crushing grasps. So it's those okay. two are going out, uh, at each other in the main event tonight in a in a big fight. So. Okay. Um. But the night. Uh, the night continues to grow. The crowd kind of packs in. It gets pretty tight. Um, and you're able to like, get lost in the crowd pretty easily at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, anywhere, anything you want to specifically do while you're there as it gets close to fight time? Um, it depends. Am I by myself or is Rodden or any of the other kind of like kids that live at the arena with me? Um, all the other kids, since like the oldest one is six, they're all downstairs. Um, yeah. Those kids are all downstairs either with their their mothers are just kind of playing. Um, uh, the Rod and he 
he is he's up there with you. He's he's hanging out and he is um, gonna watch the fights with you. Okay. Um, why don't you give me a perception roll real quick too? Okay. Oh, I rolled a twenty. You rolled a twenty. Okay. I, yeah, I rolled a twenty, but and no modifier. Yeah. So. I mean, that's still really good. Yeah, it was great. So Hooray. you. You begin kind of scanning the crowd and looking around, and you you see a lot of the regulars. There's a lot of people you you kind of know. They're they they're here every week. They just enjoy this. Um, and uh, as you kind of begin to look around, you see a new face that you've never seen before. Um, and it's a it's a guy in his his probably you'd guess thirties. Um, he is also not dressed like most other people here. He, he's wearing, um, like a white collared shirt, uh, with a vest over top of it, a gray vest. Um, he's, he's fairly skinny. He's not super tall looking either. He's, he's probably, um, like mid six foot range, maybe a little higher than that. Uh, and he, he isn't getting involved into like the rowdiness of the group. He's kind of sitting there. Uh, pretty stoic, and he's kind of looking like he's eyeing up the various fighters that are here. So, the ones that are normally in the Iron Fist, and like the the visiting ones who are kind of getting ready and uh, talking to each other. And he's he's beginning to look around, and you actually see James go up and shake his hand, and they begin to have like a small conversation too. Hmm. Um. So I guess I'll like elbow Rodden in the ribs. <laughs> What? Wow. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, look, look at that. Look at that guy. Who's he? He looks weird. I don't know. I've never seen him before. Look at his. Look at his fancy clothes. Yeah. Oh man. I wonder if that's the guy that. <gasps> oh my gosh. Is that gonna be him? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Well, he looks rich enough. <sighs> he does look rich. Not even cheering. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, maybe we should keep an eye on him. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, watch his reaction and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and since you're all the natural 20, you kind of are continuing to keep an eye on him. And you actually watch as James, like, kind of turns and points over towards both Rod and, and Carter, just kind of really subtly. Oh my gosh, Rod! Run! Yeah, what, what, He's what? pointed at you! He's pointed at you! Oh man, that is the guy then. It's it is him! Oh my gosh! Okay, well, it's good. I know what he looks like. Yeah, I can cool. like track him down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's good? We got. We know who he is. We know who he is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Does he look nice? I can't tell. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I don't know. He looks like a regular guy. Maybe. <laughs> do you think we should spy on him? Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> how, how do you want to do it? <laughs> how do you want to spy on um... this guy? <laughs> well, is there like space underneath where people are sitting? Because, like, that'd be kind of fun to be able to, like, stand under there and see if we can hear him. But if that's not an option... He's he's sitting at a table right now. Um, oh. And it's, it's not even, like, crammed in towards the, the fighting area. He's kind of um, back closer to the bar area. And he's just kind of looking over in the direction and scanning and surveying the room. Okay. So he's he's near the back, actually. Okay. Are we... Is there any of my... Like, our normal hiding places that are near that area? 
Uh, nearby, there's the hallway that kind of leads to the downstairs area. So that's got a like uh, some doors you potentially could kind of hide behind or corners you can get behind to be out of sight of him a little bit if you wanted to do that. And, and then we could like potentially hear him or watch him easily. Yeah, if you if you like leaned against the wall in that hallway, you probably could hear at least some of the stuff if it wasn't too rowdy of if he was saying something. Okay. So I'll like I'll be like, hey, okay, so you know that hallway sometimes like that we'll like stay in? Like we could st- we could we could be there. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. You wanna do that? Okay, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Do you want to be closer or do you want me to be closer? Um I don't know. Are you good at are you good at hearing things through a crowd? I mean, I've gotten pretty good at it. Yeah, I mean we can take turns. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds okay, good. yeah, okay. I'm gonna miss this. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> what do you mean you're gonna miss this? We can still well I guess we can't really do it. Yeah, how much do we get ready for mm. the fights? I'm gonna miss this. Oh, a lot. That's... oh I can't want to do this alone. Okay, whatever. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll, we're gonna have fun tonight. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Let's do it. So you guys move over, uh, dodging like various people who are already probably getting a little, a little tipsy from uh, too many, too many beers, and um, you you head over towards the, the hallway and you you hide in there. Yeah. Um, and do you want to be take the one closer or the one farther to start? Um, I will, he can go first, Rodden can go first closer. Okay. So he, he goes over there first and, um, just kind of keeps his ear out and, uh, he kind of like leans over, he's like, they are talking about us, they are talking about us! Oh Oh my gosh! (laughs) What are they saying? They're talking about how they expect us to be gone maybe up to three days for for everything to be in effect but like he says he's guaranteeing that we're gonna be better fighters what? yeah okay that's crazy that's so whoa I wonder what that means like are you gonna come back and you're gonna be like super ripped you think I'm gonna be as big as James <laughs> Oh my gosh, what are you That would be weird. I'm going to buy all new clothes. Oh, ugh. Well, if you're going to be, like, the best fighter, then you probably can afford to buy new clothes. I guess, yeah. I can buy the nicest clothes ever. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't know if I want to wear a suit, but I mean... Wait, but I don't want to be, like, super ripped. Like that. Like James. I don't know. Then don't come. Well, ugh. I'm still coming. I mean, just imagine. You could be, like, the biggest, baddest lady fighter in town God. just kick people in the face yeah and then they'd cry that would be funny <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be great okay all right so he guarantees it though i mean he if he's like rich he must know what he's talking about so yeah i mean he knows what he's talking about i think yeah for sure here you, you want to listen yeah 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 okay give me a perception so Switch places. Oh, 17 on the die, which, again, no modifier. So. Okay. Um, so you kind of hear the end of their conversation, uh, James, is, James and this guy, and uh, you hear him saying, uh, well, Mr. Shaw, I'm glad we could be doing business with you. Um, and 
the the man who is all mysterious with the vest just says uh yes yes uh we'll be be having a wonderful result i'm sure i'm sure it'll be very satisfied and you just kind of catch right at the end of the conversation <laughs> so like she's like listening in and she looks super excited but since she caught the end of it like she just kind of like wilts a little bit she's like oh that wasn't exciting it was basically the same thing oh should have gone first well it, it's fine <laughs> okay okay i thought maybe you know if they're gonna save anything super crazy it'd be at the end you know but true no. true yeah. okay um but yeah it's definitely getting close to the fight time um and you you know that most likely uh your dad is gonna be in the first fight mm-hmm okay i would want probably want to go so i'd like be like hey uh him, do you mind going back i want to see if dad does okay oh yeah let's, let's go yeah okay so uh the crowd continues to just kind of pile in close and you kind of figure out like your just right angle that you can kind of look through the crowd and see the fight going on but your dad kind of uh gets up and he just kind of like looks like he's trying to pump himself up a little bit and uh get ready for the fight again james kind of goes over to him and just like looks like he's giving him some sort of pep talk and um you also see uh another guy from from the other place the the crushing grasps kind of get um get up and get ready. He looks like he's getting pumped up for the battle, too. Uh, the guy that's gonna fight him? Yeah. What does he, like, what does he look like? So he, he... looks like my dad'll get him? He looks slightly younger than your dad. Um, he's kind of, uh, got these, these tattoos all the way down his arms, and he's very short, shaved, bald head, um, so just kind of buzz cut going on, uh, with black hair. And, mm -hmm. um, I mean, he looks, he looks real intense. Uh, he actually has a headband tied around his head too. And, um, a couple wristbands that all are this, this black color. And, um, he looks like he, he, he might be tough. He's, he's a little small. He's a little smaller than your dad, but he's quick looking. Mm, Okay. Okay, this guy looks like maybe he's not, you know, the best. Maybe he'll be like a bleeder, you know. Yeah, I think your dad can do this. I think he's gonna. Yeah, win. yeah, he yeah he totally will. He's gonna do this. Okay. Yeah. I believe in him. I believe in him. He can do this. Yeah, I I feel like both of them are probably <laughs> saying it like they're trying to convince themselves. <laughs> it may seem that way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but James gets into the into the center of the pit and you watch as uh your dad, uh Samo kinda comes into the pit and the other guy comes in and James kind of yells out to the crowd, Everybody, gather around We're ready for the opening battle tonight. We have the great Samo who is going to be showing his his amazing skills that he's shown in the past, uh, once again, to you tonight, as he takes on, from the crushing grasp, 
Barna. And the crowd just starts, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's getting in there. Um, he's like, okay, combatants, get in here, let's go. And they kind of go up, and they they tap their fists together, and then James says, okay, fight. And they begin to throw some punches at each other. Um, your dad kind of steps up and tries to go in with a, a quick jab, but. Uh, this guy quickly dodges out of the way, just just barely, um, and he he comes around swinging with a left hook, and you watch as it just collides with your dad's head. Um, your dad though he kind of like shakes off quick and he just he he kind of steps back for a second, and you see him turn just roundhouse kicks this guy right in the side, um, and. Ooh. He just kind of the guy just takes a huge blow and it looks like it knocked the wind out of him a little bit um but he he kind of like writes himself up he's like oh that's how it's gonna be and he runs up and just throws his knee up into your dad's face and just he takes it uh right in the jaw another solid hit on your dad um but you know your dad's tough you know he's a tough guy and he he stills holding on he he turns and he um, he kind of like comes in and he goes for another couple punches and the guy looks like he's, he's absorbing him for the most part but one collides with right in his stomach and uh, once again it looks like it's a good body shot that injures uh, Barna and Barna he, he your dad comes in for another one he your dad, he blocks your dad for a punch. And then he just swings with this uppercut and just collides again with your dad right in the jaw. And there's blood starting to trickle out of your dad's mouth now. Um, like with every, like with every swing, like any good swing her dad does, she's like screaming. And then every <laughs> bad swing, you know, she's like, then she's really quiet and she's just like, yeah, it's, you know, wincing, which is weird for her. Cause normally when she watches fights, she doesn't wince at all. Like she just stares flat on at them, <laughs> at it like it's not a big deal. But yeah, this is definitely this is a good yeah. fight that you've seen. Uh, this is one of the better ones your dad has done for a while. Um, okay, well that's good. But that last like punch to the jaw, it looked like it really rattled your dad a little bit, and he looks like he's he's starting to get a little dizzy, and he just kind of like flails one of his arms wildly, and he looks like he's he's starting to lose a little bit of his his mental aptitude right now and he he's having trouble kind of even visualizing where things are going he's probably seeing double right now and he swings wildly and then barna kind of sees this as an opportunity and just decks him straight in the face and your dad falls backwards unconscious oh he's unconscious no okay and the crowd erupts uh everyone starts cheering you see people being like, oh, I knew it, I knew he couldn't do it. And uh, they begin to kind of uh, exchange some some funds back and forth from the gambling that was going on. Um, some people are like, oh, I'll get you in a round now. And they go up to get a drink. And it's it's pretty lively. The, uh, it was a good show for the most part. But you see James just kind of in the corner shaking his head like he's really upset with how that fight went. And, yeah, um, so she's just really quiet. Um, some people go in; they start to attend to your dad a little bit, and he kind of begins to wake up a little bit. And 
he's he's being helped out uh, to one of the tables where they begin to bandage him up a little bit. Um, am I allowed to go um, talk to th them after their fights, or am I just supposed to not even be around the entire time? Um, in general, you're supposed to not really be around, but it's up to you what you want to do. Okay, I probably wouldn't make any more trouble for him than needs to be. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, you, you see blood like trickling down your dad's nose, his eyes are all puffy. Um, he's... He's looking like he's in a lot of pain, but uh, they, they get him back to consciousness, and he's he's starting to kind of regain his focus. They get him some water so he can drink some of that. Um, and Rod's just like, ouch, that that looked rough. He did pretty good, though. Like, he got some good hits in there. He did. I mean, yeah, I thought he was going to win. Uh, I think that, that guy oh. just got a couple lucky shots. That's all it is. Yeah, that, that's true. It was only just a few lucky ones, and he would have totally beat him normally. Oh, yeah, your dad should have won that one. It just, yeah, that, that uppercut really got him, it looked like. Yeah. Hey, what if, like, what if what if dad got that thing that you guys are getting? I mean, maybe. I feel like James would have offered it, though, if he bent it for him. Yeah. Maybe I can convince that guy. You could try. I don't know. I just like look at he's so sad i hate that like, remember like a few years ago when he was like the best yeah and everyone was like buying him drinks and stuff yeah yeah he was he was champion so that was pretty good yeah but, who knows i mean he's he's gotta have another run again he's he's still got fighting him he's still is doing good yeah I, I think he can he can still do it. I don't think he's done yet. Really? Yeah, I think I think he'll be okay. He's he's again he's just been lucky shots, just some lucky shots shots going in, and that's why he's been losing. It's not it's not because he's a bad fighter. No, yeah, he's not a bad fighter. No, no. So, okay. I think I think. His time will come where he'll he'll take another run. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Um as as they kinda begin to clean up the, the fighting area a little bit, they kinda wash some of the blood off real quick. Um and begin to dry it so people don't slip on it and all that and um they they start to go in for the second fight and the second one is gonna be Carter. He's going to be fighting um, a guy named uh, Arik from A Crushing Grasp. And he... They kind of begin their little fight. Um, during this fight, you notice the guy in the vest. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Shaw, as he was called. You notice he he's definitely taken interest in this fight. Mm-hmm. What was he, did he, what was his reaction with my dad's, by the way? Um, it didn't look like he was super invested in that fight. Okay, so this one he's, like, leaning forward type Yeah, this one he actually, like, picks up his drink and kind of begins to walk towards the back of the crowd a little more, uh, to get a better view. Okay. And they begin to have this fight going, um, and you know that 
you know Carter, he's he's someone who lets his emotions kind of get the best of him sometimes in fights. So he'll get he'll get pretty aggressive and angry. Um, but he seems to use that to fuel some of his his fighting. Um, and he's going against this Arik guy, and they they begin to to start punching. Um, it looks like just that that rage that's inside of of Carter. It's really helping him here, and the the arc guy does not look like he is able to withstand just the the ferocity that's coming from Carter, and Ooh. Carter just kind of eventually just punches the guy and just lands on top of him and just starts punching him on the ground as he's like trying to defend himself with his hands, but Carter's just on top of him, just like wailing on him with both fists, and eventually. Uh, James has to like, kind of run in there, and the other boss who's there starts yelling, like, oh, "Get him off! Him, get him off!" And the fight's over, and just um, <laughs> the crowd is just screaming like for like for joy right now, watching this fight happen because the brutality is just making the crowd so excited. And James kind of like picks up Carter off, and he's like, "We have a winner!" And just everyone starts <laughs> yelling like crazy, and uh, Carter gives his dad like a big hug, and um, and just raises both fists in the air. And everyone's just cheering really loud, and um, it was a it was a pretty one sided fight there. Carter's just yeah yeah, and just screaming out <laughs> to everybody. Um, it's yeah, definitely a one sided fight. But man, Carter's gotten like like kind of he's like a mauler now, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's fierce. <sighs> But, well, I guess it's good he's training you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm glad he doesn't go that crazy on me. I'm sure he would just probably <laughs> probably kill me if he really went that hard at me. Oh, well, yeah. But, but yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you watch as your dad kind of begins to limp off towards the downstairs. Mm, okay. Um... So he's not, he's not even staying for the rest. No, it doesn't look like your dad's staying for the rest. It looks, you, you, you have seen this before, and usually it's when James would kind of tell him, like, hey, you're done for the night, get out of here, and just, he'd leave. <gasps> oh, okay. Um, so I guess she'll kind of, like, glance over at her dad and be like, hey, I mean, this is cool and all, but I think I'm gonna go. And Ron's just like, Oh yeah, sure. sure yeah, go, just go catch up with your dad. Go hurt. What? Sorry, what did you say? Go catch up with your dad. Go for it. Y- yeah. Okay. Tell me how it goes. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you how the main event goes. Wait. What? What time is that thing? What time? Like, when do I need to be there? Uh, we're supposed to meet like probably about ten, fifteen minutes after, kind of everybody leaves after the fight. So once everybody kind okay. of begins to clear out, we're we're gonna head out there the back alley. Okay. All right. I'll I'll meet you there and do something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Okay, sounds good. See you there. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll um leave the fight and go after my daddy. Okay. So yeah, you you begin to um follow after your dad as he kind of limps down the stairs, um and he kind of hears you coming because the 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 floorboards creak on the stairs and um he just like looks up to you and he's just like, oh you were up there were you? Um, no. Yeah, I was. Of course. Um, are you okay? Do you want me to, like, go get you something? Uh, like a, uh, like, a 
I, I just, oh, no, there's no. nothing to get even. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Just, I just need to take some time to recover. That's it. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I, I, I don't know. She's probably like walking down with him now. Um, yeah. I was like, I was like pretty good though. Like, I feel like you should want. I tried my best. I mean, I gave I gave probably one of my better efforts in a while, but I don't know. I just I just would have blocked a couple, a couple more times. Yeah. <sighs> it was good. It was it was uh, it was it was good though. Yeah. Oh man! And you see, he's got like a a glass of uh, water. He's been drinking. Um, and he, you guys go off to your your little room, um, and he he kind of goes and sits in a chair in the corner. And there's the bed that you could sit on if you want to. Yeah, I'll like plop down on the bed. Um, and it's just like, you know, I hate when you see me like this, though. It's not a big deal. I mean, it is a big deal. I mean, I don't want you, I don't want you to worry about me. I'm I'm doing my best, and it's gonna be it's gonna be okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, me and Rodden were just saying it's just like you know, like a like a losing streak, and and you'll be you'll be great. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping it turns around soon. Yeah. Do you think James is going to be mad at you? No, I think I'll be okay. Is he lying? Roll me an insight. <laughs> okay. Uh, six. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Okay. But, I mean, I don't want, I don't want you to, to get too worried about me. It was just a lucky fight, I think, for that guy. That's all it was. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, um, I hope it didn't ruin your night or anything. No, I didn't ruin my night. This. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna take some time and. I don't know. Just maybe take a nap. Okay. You sure you don't want anything? No, I got I got my water. I'm good. Okay. And he's got like a washcloth too. He's been kind of nursing like his wounds with a little bit. Um, Dad, are you are you sure like we can't just like, you know, stop? <sighs> and we could probably figure something out. I wish we could. I, I just owe too much money. Okay. But what does he expect you to do? To win. No. I just don't. I just don't think it's fair. You know. I just. I don't know. I mean, if we're going to do good in this league, we got to have winners. I mean, 
don't know. I, I'm just, maybe I'm getting too old for this. But I don't really have any other way to pay him off. Yeah, okay. I just wish you could just, like, you know, if you wanted to retire, then you could just retire and it would be good. Yeah. Maybe someday. Yeah. Maybe I'll figure something out. You're smart. You could do anything you want. Aww. <laughs> and you stay out of trouble. Don't, don't go up there to the fight anymore. Aww. Okay. I don't want James catching up there. He's gonna. He's not gonna be happy. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. I don't want any more trouble for you tonight. I'll just. Uh, I don't know. I'll figure something out. Okay. Okay, you you go to sleep, and she's, like, already, she'll, like, grab, like, the blanket from, like, their bed and, like, like flop it over him. Like, very, not gentle at all, like, very unceremoniously, like. <laughs> yeah, so he's, like, laying in the chair, like, his head back against the wall, and you lay this blanket over top of him, and as you kind of turn to go out the door, he's just like, Karis, just, I love you. You too. You always take care of me. Uh, yeah, I try. You do great. And you kind of look, and it's hard to tell if his eyes are just, like, super puffy or if he's, like, actually beginning to tear up a little bit. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> she, uh, if she's, if she notices that, it's probably, she knows it would probably be very embarrassing for him, so she's like, okay, bye! <laughs> she just like <laughs> shuts the door. Yeah, you close the door and uh you gonna do anything down here? Um There's there's some kids who are playing in one of the rooms. Um Yeah, what do I have like an hour to kill or something, probably? Maybe about that much. About that okay. much um yeah, I mean I might check on the kids and see if they're doing okay. Okay. Um Probably, like, um, yeah, I guess I would do that for now. I might poke my head up occasionally at the arena, like, not actually go out, but you know how we were, like, spying on that guy. Mm -hmm. uh, so I might, like, go see if I can hear anything extra and then, like, go back down. Okay, so you're going you upstairs again? Well, I would just kind of do both, you know what I'm saying? Like, occasionally I might go poke my head up and then i just go back down because I wouldn't want to get uh, my dad in trouble. Okay, what do you want to do first? Oh, okay, kids first. Okay, so you head into the room with the kids. Um, you do see uh, one of the other women who work here. Um, it is uh, Selena. She is, she's kind of taking over babysitting duties for the night, it looks like. So she's got her daughter, um, Ella, who she's holding. The other two are playing with some, some like little toys and blocks and stuff. Um, so it's Luca, who is the son of Miranda, and then the daughter of Miranda, uh, Lily. They're both there playing around as Selena watches them. Okay. Um, so, question. Uh, a lot of the, or say the ladies here, um, they, so when you have one person watching the kids and then the rest are upstairs? 
Yeah, the other two, Miranda and Melina, the other girl who works here, they're upstairs mm-hmm. kind of doing waitressy duties and trying to get customers for the night. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So they all just kind of take turns normally? Yep, they have a little rotation they do. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, so I'll like probably wander in there. Okay. So, uh, Selena's just like, oh, hi, Karis. Hey, you want help? I'm bored. Do I, do I want to help? Do you want Do you want me to help you? Oh, yeah. If you, I mean, yeah. if you want to play with the kids, you can. Yeah. Um, what are they doing right now? Yeah, so the two are on the ground. Like, they're they're kind of stacking some blocks up. And um, Luca, the, the older one, he, like, kind of, like, knocks over them every few seconds. And... Lily kind of begins to get a little upset by that, but <laughs> um, but he starts spilling him again. This knocks him over again. He keeps kind of repeating that. Okay, I'll probably like go next to him and be like, "Okay, guys, how about this? How about this? We make the biggest tower we can, and then we can knock it off." So Luca's definitely into that idea. <laughs> See, I don't know. I'll probably just play with him like that. Okay. So you spend some time doing that. Do you sneak upstairs, too? Yes. Okay, roll a stealth roll, please. Okay, I would not, by the way, just to make this clear, I would not actually go upstairs. It would be kind of like where Rodden and I were before, Okay. if I'm imagining this right. So uh, the, the hallway, um, it extends out, and then there's some offices and closets on that wall, and the staircases are at the end of that hallway. And if you want to hear, you have to go upstairs through the hallway to the end of it to be able to actually hear kind of anything. Oh, so I actually do kind of have to stealth. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Well, I might do it. A- yeah. We'll try it. Okay. <gasps> 19. Ooh, nice. No, plus two actually would be my deck, so 21. Nice. Okay. So you, you make your way up pretty stealthily. Um... You hear the roar of the crowd as it sounds like the last fight might be going on right now. And um, you you uh, you sneak up there and you seem like you are unheard for the most part. Awesome. Um, you look over kind of out of the hallway briefly and there is the vested gentleman uh, Mr. Shaw. He's He's seated at a table again, um, just kind of drinking some stuff. You you also notice, too, there looks to be maybe one or two other individuals who are nearby who look like they might be working with him, like associates, oh. almost like bodyguards even. So they look kind of more... They look like they're protecting Mr. Shaw. Oh, Okay. That's kind of a vibe you get from them. They're not as invested in the fight. They're more keeping an eye on him and making sure no one's going like up to the him. Oh, okay. Interesting. But okay. The last fight kind of comes to an end. Um, everyone just kind of like cheers out and um, and they're, you hear everyone kind of come to this point where it's like the end of the fight uh, and you hear like a, a body hit the ground and you look over and it's 
the the one standing up is from the crushing grasp it's their guy who's up like with their hands up and uh you see like half the crowd just like oh and james is like rubbing his his uh the, the bridge of his nose just like and just really upset um as it looks like your establishment has lost this evening mm. so definitely yeah. a disappointment yeah scares just kind of goes oof <laughs> That's not good. So, yeah, once again, like, this is the big fight, the main event, and everyone kind of begins to pass the monies around, and um, people kind of begin to finish up their drinks um, as the night is coming to a close. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, I'm sure I would know this alleyway that he's talking about. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I might start to make my way over there. Maybe even trying to find, like, a good place to scout out before the others get there. Okay. So you sneak out beforehand? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you give me a perception roll for a good lookout spot? Okay, I got a nine. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm too I'm too pumped. <laughs> so yeah, you, you, you spot some, some, like, old dumpsters that are nearby. Uh... That might be a good spot to hide behind. Okay. Sure. Okay. Let's go and kind of stand over there for a second. Uh, you watch as people kind of are filing out um, of the Iron Fist, and they're they're all pretty rowdy and talking about what's going on, um, talking about the winners and the losers of the fights and how much money they won, that kind of stuff. And uh, not too long after that, you kind of watch as this Mr. Shaw comes out with his two individuals. Um, give me a perception roll for them. Another 20, I'm not lying. Another 20? Yeah. Nice. So um, it looks like, uh, for the most part, this Mr. Shaw, he he doesn't look like he's armed with anything. Uh, the only thing that you see more notable on him is he's got kind of this uh, little like book pouch thing or this like book that's like held in his holster almost on like the the lower part of his back and it's this kind of thicker book that's there. Um, so he's got a bunch of papers that are sticking out of this and it's it looks like it's uh, something important to him. Mm -hmm. The the two guards, they are both armed with uh, a type of gun. And it looks pretty fancy. Okay. Um, so they go out and kind of stand there for a little bit. Uh, you watch as Mr. Shaw pulls the book out briefly and kind of begins to flip through it a little bit. Um, and he closes it up and puts it away. Does it have, like, a title on it or anything? You look oh, I guess I... Yeah, or a picture on it, because I can't read. Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> but, uh, you look for any, like, words that would be on there. You don't see words on it. It looks like it's just a plain, um, like, leather-bound book. Oh, okay. Um, it's got a little bit of a, like, a design to it with the leather. Like, it's colored. Like, um, it's brown on the inside with the corners have this, like, triangular green pattern over the top of it. And the binding's green as well. But... Otherwise, you don't really see 
any words or imagery on it at all. Okay. But he, he looks like he was wrote a few notes in there with a pen or something and uh, closed it up and put it back in its little holster. And um, shortly after that, uh, you watch as both Rodden and Carter come out with James. And James says, okay, well, here they are. Take good care of them. Bring them back to their winners. And uh, Mr. Shaw says, of course, we will make sure that this is done very well. And you will not be dissatisfied with the results. You'll have winners on your hand. And they shake hands and James says, good, that's what I like to hear. And he turns and he walks away. Um... You watch as uh, the vested man, Mr. Shaw, who looks him up, up and down real quick. And he says, uh, "You two, which one of you is Jay, or which one of you is Carter? Which one of you is Rotten?" And um, Carter raises his hands like, "I'm Carter, and this is Rotten." And he says, "Pleasure, pleasure to meet you. My name is Willis Shaw. Uh, I work for Spire Technologies." And you have both been given a great opportunity to be able to have an experimental treatment be done on you to make you champions of your fighting arena. Um, so we're going to head this way. We're going to proceed into uh, our van that we have. And we're going to take a journey to our, our laboratory. Um... You kind of look, and Rodden seems to be kind of, like, looking around to see if he can find you a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, if he's looking around, I'll probably, like, peek up over the dumpster. Um, give me, uh, give me another stealth roll. Okay. Uh, 15. 15, okay. So you, uh, you peek up real quick, and when you do, you, you look and see one of the, the guards kind of like look over and they, he sees you. Oh. And he's like, hey, who's that? <laughs> so, uh, she'll, uh, I guess she'll just, she'll just stand up like she was going to reveal herself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's like, hi, sorry, hey, uh, hi. <laughs> it's just me, I'm just here. <laughs> Um, Willis, uh, he looks over and just says, and who might you be? Oh, um, I'm Karis. Uh, I, I couldn't help but, you know, um, notice, notice you at the arena. And. Oh, you're from um, the arena as well? Yeah. I see. Yeah, I was kind of, um, I was kind of wanting in on this. Oh, really? Yeah. And Carter's like, what? No, get out of here, Karis. Whatever, Carter. And, go ahead. Well, I, I'm going to be 18 soon, too, you know. Yeah, and Ron's just like, yeah, let her stay. She's she's going to be a fighter. And Willis looks to you and just like, a fighter, you say? You, you want to join us as well? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I just, I want a better option, you know? 
Oh, I can definitely give you a better option. Really? Of course, of course. Here. And he pulls out his book again and begins to flip through a few pages and he says, here, here, here. Come over here. Okay, I'll come over. And he says, this contract here, this lays out the agreement that will make it so that you will be able to have plenty of options. Plenty of power, plenty of ability. Just sign here and you are in the program. You will join your friends. We'll all head there now. We'll get to work. Whoa, really? Just like that? Holds out a pen for you. He's like, it's that simple. Whoa, wait, but isn't wasn't like James paying for it? I don't have money. It's all laid out that this is this is more of an experimental thing. Uh so well you don't need to pay for your treatment. Put it that way. Oh. Um, no, okay. No money required. Whoa, this is a good deal. <laughs> and Carter looks like he's just not happy with this whole situation. Like, you're just kind of tailing on to the end of this, and he's like, <laughs> and Ron just is like, this is your chance, Karis. You can do this. Like, this is going to be great. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, so, uh, she'll, like, take the pen and then just kind of look at this paper that she can't see anything of. She's like, what? Wait, what do I do? Just sign here. He points down to this line that's at the bottom. Um, what if you, uh, I, I don't know how to write my name. Just squiggle something there. Some people do that all the time. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> she just does it real fast. Okay. Um, give me a perception roll real quick. Okay. Um, seven. Seven. Okay. Um, you, you quickly sign it, um, and it looks like there's maybe, like, a light that pops in the corner, because you feel like there's some sort of, like, a little bit of a flash of a light that you see, but it's hard to tell where it came from. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, you, you, you your sort of signature on this on this document and he looks at it and says wonderful wonderful you will be joining us as well shall we all proceed to the vehicle um yeah uh do you mind if I if I tell someone not to wait up for me really fast who are you going to tell oh I don't know just some of the arena so I mean I wasn't gonna I'm not gonna tell I was just going to say, you know, don't. I don't want them to think I just randomly went missing, you know? All right. I'll say. Be quick about it, though. We want to go. Okay. 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 So I, like, I just run over and I'll probably just find whoever might be working. Like, one of the girls, maybe, or something. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some people who kind of work more, like, part time. They don't live there, but they just kind of, like, do some extra side work that are hanging out there. Um, That would be up top, kind of cleaning up and washing up the empty glasses okay um yeah so i'd just be like hey um can you tell my can you tell my dad i mean not now but sometime can you just tell him that um i'm, I'm gonna be gone for like a day or two but i'll, I'll come back sam samo right yeah sure sure i'll leave it yeah tell I'll him not to worry from... it'll be fine yeah yeah just tell him not to worry okay thank you okay, okay. oh wait don't leave a note for him he can't read <laughs> okay i'll I'll make Just sure someone him. knows, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> then I leave. Okay. 
So you you all three proceed with uh, Willis and his his bodyguards, and this is a special occasion because this is a vehicle, and those are extremely rare. They they are there's tons of vehicles that are like litter the streets, but those none of those function anymore. But there's some people from Spire Technologies that have been able to recreate vehicles that run on like electric power that are the only ones that work in the city right now. So these are some electric vehicles and you've never ridden in one before, but you've seen maybe a handful as you kind of roam the streets. So you're able to get into this, the back of this van. Um, probably like you probably hear like muttering to her like, this is so cool. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I've got it with you. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely an experience. So um, Willis uh, helps all of you up into the back of the van um, and he comes and sits in the back with you with one of the bodyguards and one of the other bodyguards goes to the front and gets in the driver's seat um, and you guys begin your journey to your destination so Karis you got into uh, the back of this van with Willis Shaw who is uh, from Spire Technologies um, and you're, you're with your, your friend Rodden and Carter, who's also from the Iron Fist. You're all on your way uh, driving through the streets uh, this evening at, to to whatever location uh, Mr. Shaw is going to take you to. So he's sitting in the back with you, and you're driving along. Um, and he just says... Uh, once again, I want to thank each of you for your willingness to join this cause. This is such a good opportunity, um, and I'm sure you'll be very pleased with the results. Karis is like probably sitting, like looking out the window, <laughs> you know, because this is exciting. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, but. Uh... Yeah, uh, but she'll just kind of turn back and be like, yeah, thanks thanks for letting me come. Of course, of course. Um, the more people who are willing to uh, experience this, I think the better it will be uh, in our world. I think a lot of good can be done with people like yourself being willing to do these types of things. So as you drive, I mean, you're passing by a lot of very dark buildings. Um, a lot of a lot of things are um, just old and abandoned. Um, you kind of can look up and you can see uh, the sky, just partly cloudy, um, a little bit of the moon peeking through. Um, and then occasionally you kind of see a building that's more lit up. You see like occasional like uh, rooms that are lit up and uh, people walking the streets. Um, and you, you continue to drive, and this is definitely the farthest you've ever been from the Iron Fist. Like, he's taking you somewhere much farther than you've been before. Um, can I, what is, uh, what do Rod and Carter look like as we're getting further away? Um, give me an insight roll. Uh, for both of them? Yep. Um, ten. Ten, Okay. Uh, I mean, you, you kind of begin to look at them and try to judge what you get. I mean, Carter looks like he's more excited than anything. He, 
he's kind of uh like wide-eyed looking around out the window looking like he's he's pretty excited for what's about to come um you look at rodden and he looks like he maybe he's a little nervous he's trying to hide it though mm, okay so i'll probably like if i'm sitting next to him probably like link my arm through his but not really say anything but just yeah and he'll he'll just kind of look at you and smile um, this is good. This is a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, she doesn't want to talk too much with this guy sitting here, but... Um, so, yeah, you see uh, Mr. Mr. Shaw, he kind of uh, is looking... Uh, he pulls out his book, and as he's sitting there, um, he kind of holds uh he, like this little incantation with his hands and mutters a little bit and all of a sudden these four little lights just kind of float up around him in like a square shape just around him lighting up the whole area right next to him so we can read the book um so he, he's cast a spell that's like never seen that before that is <laughs> right. entirely new to you completely new to you <laughs> yeah uh so i would just uh like probably like my arms kind of flail like whoa what <laughs> and uh mr shaw looks at you and smiles and just says this is what is your potential this is a small thing that could happen this what? is from my treatment with what you are experiencing her jaws like <laughs> dropped open <laughs> what what is, can I, like, can I, can I, can't touch them? Is it, are they? And he, like, he, like, moves his hand a little bit and one kind of, like, floats towards you. Um, She's, like, probably, like, kind of backing away from it, but also, like, really looks like she wants to touch it. And he's just, like, go ahead. Okay, so she'll, like, bring up, like, her one finger to, like, poke at it. And it really doesn't feel like much of anything. There's, like... Maybe kind of a small buzzing feeling you kind of feel, but it doesn't feel like anything else. Like, it's nothing solid. It's just, like, this floating light. Whoa. Wait, so how did... Is it like a... How did you do that? Well, the treatments that we've been experimenting with, they, for some, have been able to grant extraordinary abilities and powers like this they've been able to awaken some sort of energy within the world that manifests into something we call spells so this isn't like a fancy technology thing that rich people have this is for anybody. Whoa. It just depends on how the serum works for you. Serum? Yes. We've been experimenting with various uh, serums we found from the the unique materials and uh, 
life that's in this world and through that we've created multiple serums uh, that have been able to awaken powers like this. Wow. So some grant abilities like this. Others increase strength or mental abilities or uh, ferocity. Some, some do extraordinary things that change the, the physical construct of a person's body. And it all depends on the various combinations we've been putting together. Oh. So, so you put combinations of things together to make different things? Yes. Consider it like a recipe. Oh. That makes sense. So, me, being the head of de uh, development and research at Spire Technologies, I go around and I recruit individuals who are interested in taking this opportunity to receive this uh, gift. And um, yes, you have a question? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, what is your question? Oh, well, um, if you go around doing this, like, why doesn't everyone have this now? Like, why well, have I never seen this before? For money, it costs money. We have to we have to fund our our research and our uh, our work, and um, in general, we we like to not just give it out freely because it could be potentially dangerous to certain individuals. Oh, okay. And so, how, how many people? We're a business, so. Yeah. Oh, we've done it to maybe close to a hundred now. Whoa. But That's crazy. We continue to to work on our our formula to make sure it is it is the best it could be. We want to offer the best potential to to everybody. So. That is why we we have people like you who come in and it's more of an experiment to see the results that we get from your treatment. Oh. Hmm. So, we thank you again for your willingness to, to join this study. I'm sure these results will be quite quite satisfactory to you. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, like, make whatever type of thing you want by mixing them? So do you already know what type of thing you're going to make for each of us? Well, we have a treatment that uh, your boss, James, uh, he had set up for these two individuals. Oh. For you, though, we had to have you enter the experimental one to receive yours as we did not receive payment for that type of treatment. Oh. Okay. That should be fine though, right? Like Oh, of course we have 
We have yeah. plenty of medical professionals who will be monitoring you to ensure your safety through this whole thing. Oh, okay. Then that's cool, then. I'm sure you guys know what you're doing. Yes. We are, we are quite well-trained, um, and I will be monitoring everything. Don't you worry. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, anything I can do to, like, get a leg up, you know? Oh, I'm sure you will be, uh, your, your establishment, the Iron Fist, will be just overjoyed by <laughs> the results of this treatment. So, uh, plenty of good things to come. Yeah. She, like, perks up. She does not seem nervous. Um, <laughs> she seems like she has won the jackpot right now. Like, for months she's been trying to figure out what she's going to do when she turns 18. And it seemed like now she just is like, I did it. <laughs> yeah, this is a solution. Like, I did it, yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys continue to drive farther and farther from your home. And uh, eventually, you you get to uh, a location that looks like it's fairly far from the area you know. It's kind of in the outskirts of town a bit. Um, you go through this fence uh, that opens up, and it's got barbed wire on the top of it. Uh, some sort of facility that they have that's secure, and. You drive up this little road, and you eventually pull into uh, a back area of this thing. You go through a, a doorway, like a door big enough for the van to fit through, and it closes behind you, and uh, Willis says, Well, we're here. Everyone may follow me. And he opens the back door of the van. You guys all proceed to get out. Cool. Uh, you look around, and this place is far more advanced than you've ever seen before. Like, there are lights blinking all over the place. Um, you see people with these rifles that have almost like an energy like swirling inside of them that are standing by the like the bay doors of this this uh, warehouse you're in, um, and. Uh, it's it's a very strange place to be. Yeah, definitely, very wide eyes, just looking, like taking in everything I can. They're probably nudging me. Look at that, it's like rotted and stuff. At anything that looks like kind oh, yeah. of weird. Or and Ron is just like, "This is crazy. Where are we? Like, what's so going cool. on?" Um, and uh, Carter's just like, "Hey." Rodden, come on. Quit quit gawking. Quit talking to your girlfriend. Let's go. He's not my boyfriend, Carter. And Rodden kind of blushes a little bit and is just like, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> and you guys begin to follow uh, Willis again as he leads you through, uh, like, up a staircase and through a doorway. And you proceed to follow him to um, a, a little elevator that you ride up. Um, and again, you've never ridden in an elevator before. This is a <laughs> entirely new experience to you. And you... I feel like that's the feelings that you would have if you've never ridden in an elevator. 
yeah, you, you walk in and this the doorways open up and all of a sudden you feel this lifting sensation after the doors close and yeah, like gripping just, onto the edges. You just, yeah, you just push the button and you start moving. You're like, what in the world is going on here? Um, and is this more magic? And he looks I at you and just kind of smiles and just says, "No, dear, this isn't magic." Oh. We'll get there soon enough. Oh, okay. Follow me. And the doors open to the elevator, and you you begin to walk uh, again down this um, hallway, and you you look through, and there's there's lots of doors lining the 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 walls here, and there's little glass windows in most of the doors that you can look through, and uh, a lot of them are dark. Some of them, though, you can see inside, and there looks to be people who are messing around with uh, vials of some liquids. Um, some of them are wearing uh, like face masks to kind of prevent anything from like getting on their body they're wearing like this white coverall clothing um and it's it looks like they're like combining different things with little tubes and pouring different things into different other vials and it's really confusing if you've never seen anything like this uh except for maybe when somebody was like messing around with a drink upstairs or making some food like this is totally strange to you Okay. Um, yeah. But he continues to uh, lead you down. And again, he's still got the two guards that are kind of flanked behind you. Um, and you continue to walk down this hallway. And he eventually says, Now, uh, you two, pointing to Rodden and Carter, you two will be heading this way uh, into this room. You, Miss Karis, uh, you'll be following me down this way. Oh, um, okay. Um, and I'll, like, look to Carter and be like, good luck. <laughs> and then I'll, like, look to Rodden and be like, okay, see you on the other side? Yeah, because Carter's like, huh, and just, like, whatever. <laughs> and Rodden just looks at you and is like, be safe. I'll see you on the other side. Yeah, you too. And uh, a guard begins to lead them down one hallway, and you uh, are being led in a, a different way for, uh, by Willis and one other guard. So he leads cool. you down, and he brings you into a room, and he, there uh, in the middle of the room is uh, a chair. Uh, there's little trays of syringes that are kind of laying around too and um cabinets lining the walls uh you look at the the chair too and it's got straps like for arms and legs on it too okay um probably uh when when kind of like her fam like she was i think it was just, she was more energetic with like rodden and carter there because she, like she knows them and stuff mm -hmm. but now that uh they're gone. She's probably a little more quiet, but she still is like looking at everything. And um, then I guess she'll like kind of look to the chair and then look to to Sean and be like, um, "Okay, so what do I do?" Go ahead, and have a seat. We'll begin okay. shortly. So she'll just kind of plop down, cross her arms. 
so I, under, foot. I understand your nerves here. Um, so before we begin, I just wanted to get some information from you. Uh, so your father and mother, who, who are they? I mean, are they human? What are, what are you, what information do you have? Any medical issues you've learned about with them? Um, well, my dad, uh, was one of the fighters actually. Okay. Which, which um, one? He was, um, Samo. Ah, the first one. Oh, yes. I see. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, he's always been really strong and stuff. I can't think of anything that has been wrong with him. Besides right. injuries that he got in the arena or something. Does that, do I need to talk about all of those? Because those are like a lot, you know, because he's been, he's been doing that for like years and years. You know what I'm saying? No. So, I mean, it's. That, that's, oh. that's not what we're talking about. We're more thinking of things that would be in his, his bloodline. Uh, so those injuries won't count um, as things. Okay. Um, then no? I don't know. I don't know who my mom is. Hmm. Okay. And he's taking notes as you're telling this, and he's like, okay, well, this will be a little more exploratory, I guess. Um, okay. But again, don't fear. This is going to, this is going to be great. Uh, again, you'll be, you'll be well taken care of here. And at this point, like, a couple... Uh, individuals who are again dressed in that like white coverall uh, clothing come in. Uh, one's a one's a woman who uh, smiles at you as she comes in. The other one is a is a guy, and uh, he he looks a little more serious, but he he doesn't look like he's trying to like scare mm -hmm. you. He looks try like he's trying to calm you. He just doesn't necessarily do as good of a job as the lady does. He might not be like as good of people skills. Yeah. His people skills could be a little better. Bedside manner. <laughs> okay. So these two walk in. They begin to kind of uh, uh, get some stuff ready. And Willis says, one moment, please. And he goes over and talks to him. And is like, starts whispering something to uh, the the woman. Get here. Roll perception. Uh, 17. All right. Uh, you hear him start to say yeah uh get her the the s427 injection s427 and uh she just kind of like looks at him and he's just like okay yes sir and she she walks off uh and he turns back to you and says so anything anything else you need uh, some water, anything else you'd like, maybe some food before we begin? Um, I don't, uh, I don't think so. You said it'll take like three days or something? Am I just gonna be here this whole time? Well, we want to monitor you to make sure you have the appropriate results that were, are desired, so. Oh, okay. So it won't take three days? The whole process entirely shouldn't take the full three days. Uh, we just want to monitor you and make sure we take notes. Like I said, this is more of an experimental injection. We're, yeah. not, we're not quite sure what the results are going to be uh, for you. So we want to we wanna make sure we take notes because this could be something that we could use to help hundreds of people. 
if this works out right. You could be the first in making Beacon a better place. So, in a way, you're you're sort of already a hero. <laughs> I don't laugh in character, but... Oh, jeez. Okay. So, uh, she'll just be like, okay, yeah, oh, okay, that sounds cool. So... <laughs> Um, we're going to prepare you. Uh, again, would you like something to drink or eat before we begin? Um, no, I don't think so. Unless I'm supposed to. Am I supposed to? I mean, it might help you. Just to have a oh. little bit of a... Something to hold on to. If you've eaten recently, you probably should be fine. But oh, Okay, um, I mean, I guess if you think that's smart, just give me whatever you think would be good. And he, he just kind of motions to the other guy who's been like kind of standing there with his arms crossed looking at you he's like why don't you go grab her something to eat real quick and he's just like oh okay sure yeah he goes out and you're left with just Shaw and the guard now and um he just kind of looks at you and says I understand this might be a bit scary for you but again I want to assure you you are in great hands here we will take I'm not really care. that scared oh well, you're a brave one. Okay, listen. Here's the thing. Now that Carter's gone, I can tell you. My options was when I turn 18, either I have to fight in the arena, I have to get lost and live on the streets, or I have to be one of the prostitutes in the arena. So, if you were in my position, what would you pick? <laughs> I think you made... Random exp yeah. I think you've made the right choice. Exactly. So, I mean, I've been thinking, I've been looking for, like, weird alternative solutions, like, all year now. And then you just show up out of the blue? I think it's a sign from something. <laughs> yes. Um, but I just wanted to assure you, once again, that you're in great hands here. Um, and uh, I'm going to... I'm going to make sure that you are taken care of. You and your friends are all taken care of. And you're going to go back grateful for this opportunity. Well, like, do you think I'll get such cool, cool skills that I can make money and, like, get my dad out of debt? I mean, I think that with the results we've seen, that is entirely possible. Whoa. Okay. So. Uh, and at this point, the woman comes back, and she's got this vial... Uh, and if you want to take a look at it, you can give me a perception roll. I want to look. Do it. I got three. So okay. No. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to see as she walks in. She's not really showing it off to you or anything. So, uh, she walks back, and a couple of minutes later, or a couple seconds later, the guy comes back as well, and he's got, um, he's got just, like, a handful of, like, raspberries that he's got prepared, and, um... <laughs> Like a couple pieces of bread with, uh, uh, with them, and just like here, this is, this should be good. So, Raz Thanks. raspberries and bread. What a meal! It's great. I know. <laughs> He's probably excited about it. I mean, you don't know where he got it from, but it looks like, like he he looks kind of upset that he's giving you this. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
as you as you kind of taste the bread, it almost like tastes like there was something on the bread originally, like maybe some sort of meat. So. <laughs> Did I take a sandwich? <laughs> I like. I'll probably like give him like a side eye as I'm eating the bread, but I won't say anything. <laughs> she just kind of like looks at you and just kind of looks away quickly. <laughs> Um, so Willis again says, okay, well, I'll be here for your injection, uh, but there will be other things I need to attend to. I need to make sure your friends are all right, too, and, uh, we have other patients, so I just want to make sure that everything goes well here, so. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I want you to take care of Rod and, and, I guess, Carter, too. Yes, I'll take care of both of them. Um, once you finish eating, uh... Willis says, okay, well, let's prepare her for the serum. And uh, the guy comes over and he says, um, we're going to strap you down just to make sure you, you don't hurt yourself uh, or move around in a way that would cause us to injure you in some way. So, if you don't mind. Um, I guess. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to, like, hurt. You think I'm going to, like, punch myself? We just... Sometimes there could be a little bit of discomfort, so we just want to make sure that you are safe. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah. So like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So he'll, he'll like, guide your arms and legs into the, the different straps and begin to tighten them. Uh, and you're, you're pretty securely snug in there right now in this chair. Um. And they, they take uh, some liquid and kind of wipe uh, the area around your elbow with it. Um, looks like they're cleaning or something there. And it's on both elbows they actually begin to clean. Okay. <laughs> she's probably being really kind of a pest because she's like, what's that? What are you doing with this? Why is this? I'm just like, uh, disinfecting. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, we're getting ready. Right. We're trying to help you. What? I know. I'm just curious. Yeah, the guy doesn't look like he's interested in... The girl is just like, dearie, we're, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, and Willis kind of stands back closer to the door and just kind of observes now. And the woman goes over to a, a countertop that was nearby and she goes and grabs uh, a couple... She's got two syringes in her hand. Um... And she's covering up what's inside of it with her hands. So you can't really see, but you see like the the needle coming out the top, and um, she begins to walk towards you. Just says, "Are you ready?" Um, yeah, let's do it. Uh, and Willis just says, "Prepare for your whole life to change." <laughs> she probably like flashes him a smile, and she does look a little nervous now. Um, <laughs> but she's still trying to. You know, more excited still. So, she stands on one side of you, the guy stands on the other side, and she goes and hands him one of the syringes. And they both kind of begin to lower it towards your elbows. And this is the first time you've actually been able to see what's inside the syringe now. Mm -hmm. And you look at it, and it's this like thick black substance. <laughs> it's 
it's thick? That's gross. Yeah, give me a perception roll. Okay. Uh, nine. Nine? Okay. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. just really thick looking. Um, it, it doesn't look familiar to you at all. You have no idea what this is. Um, it looks almost kind of gross, though. But they both, like, hover right above your elbows and hold the needle there, and they just kind of look at the guy and the girl, look at each other, and just like, okay, let's do this. And just, like, in unison, they both inject right into your elbow. And you watch as they begin to push the plunger in, and you watch the liquid start to shoot into your arms. And you look down... And you just watch as blackness just begins to cover your entire elbow. You watch as, like, your skin begins to turn to this dark color. Um, and it feels horribly painful. Oh. Like, this is one of the most painful things you've ever felt going into you. Um, so what I need you to do right now is I need you to grab uh, either three D6s or... Um, just a d6, whatever one you have on you. And I need yeah. you to roll three times uh, and give me the numbers. If you get any duplicates, though, uh, give me a re-roll on that. Okay. So I'm just going to have to do this one at a time because I just have one d6 Sounds on good. me. Okay, so first one, four. Four? Okay. Yeah. Second one, uh, I got to roll again. Five. Okay. Third one, three. All right, so you feel this go into you, and yeah, it is horribly painful. Um, you watch you watch it go in. The blackness kind of like begins to like move up your arms, almost as if like in streaks. Just kind of like blackness like goes up your arm um, and disappears as it moves up, and uh, you watch as it like spreads down through the veins in your arms, like towards your hands. And, uh, it's, it's actually kind of scary. And, um, as it begins to kind of move through your, each of your arms, you feel that burning sensation and it's just, uh, like your arms feel like they're on fire. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. So I would not be, since I'm zero, I would not be proficient in this. Yep, just give me then, your right? con modifier in there. Be, okay, sounds good. Um, 11. 11, okay. So yeah, you feel this horrible pain uh, moving up and just burning the insides of you. Uh, it eventually starts to move into your chest, this, this painful feeling. Um, and your breathing gets harder and harder. Uh, and it moves from your chest up towards your neck now. And you feel it kind of enter into your throat and your breathing gets even harder and it feels like you're almost choking um and that that panic of like suffocating almost begins to set in a little bit um it moves up higher and higher up your face this pain and like lower down into your abdomen too at the same time and just that burning continues as it goes on um your eyes begin to water and all of a sudden, like, as it, the burning moves up your face, your your vision starts to narrow more and more as it looks like almost like intense shade and darkness is covering your eyes, uh, almost like a blanket that's being pulled up over you. And 
vision begins to leave you. Uh, give me uh, a wisdom saving throw. Oh no, Mark. <laughs> I got a two. Okay. Um, yeah, you you feel like you cannot like you can't see anything. You your hearing just begins to like go away and all of a sudden just like it's silent. You can't see Ooh, that's anything. Super creepy. Yeah. And all you feel is just pain throughout your body. Um, it's it's awful. Um like you feel like you're screaming, but you can't hear it. Yeah. It's can I even feel myself like moving at this point? Like you feel nothing right now. It is it is pain and that's it. That's all you experience right now. You don't have any other like sense of what's going on around you. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, not good. And it continues to like go up your the top of your head and down through the rest of your body, and this pain just continues to intensify. Nothing's going on. You just try to hold on to any thought you have, like any mental like ability to grasp what's going on. Um, I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Okay, I I kid you not, I got a natural twenty. All right. Third one. There you go. So you <sighs> you just hold on, and you you kind of feel like you're trying to calm yourself. What would you say to help kind of calm yourself in this like panic almost that's trying to take over? Um, probably two like main thoughts. Um, just kind of like okay, this is like Broden's doing the exact same thing. And we're both gonna be fine. It'll be good. And then the other one would probably be something like, um, like I'm like I'm doing this for for dad. Okay. So like, yeah. This is this is going to to get him out. So yeah. In your mind, you just have that image of Rod and your dad just there with you, and you just are holding on to those as hard as you can. As it just seems like everything's trying to push everything else out of your head so it's like only the pain you hold on to these two thoughts these two men that are in your life and that that thought just kind of grounds you a little bit in this pain as it just covers your entire body um and suddenly you black out You don't know how much longer later, but you, you wake up, and you're in a bed, uh, and you're wearing uh, just some simple, um, clean clothes, and you're just laying in this room on this bed. Well, okay. The pain's gone. Um, it's all gone? I'm not even sore or anything? Like, you, you feel maybe some tension, like you do when you kind of uh, work out a little bit and your muscles are a little sore. Um, but the pain is just gone, though. Like, it's just more like that, like, tense feeling in your muscles that, you, like, you need to stretch really good or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll just kind of be like, oh, jeez, what? And I'll, like, probably look around, um, see if I can figure out where I am. Okay. So you, you just take a glance around the room. 
Um, you look and there's a there's a doorway that you can see. Otherwise, it's it's a pretty empty room. There's a there's a chair and a, and a table in one of the corners. There's the bed you're on. Um, it's not that big of a room, but yeah, you, you can just see like the doorway with the the glass window in it, the table and the chair and the bed. Okay. You can give me a perception roll if you'd like. Yeah. One. <laughs> yeah. That's all you see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think if I'm just like, okay, weird room, like, I'll immediately, like, look at my skin, because last time I saw, we have, like, we had some weird crap spreading around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you begin to just kind of, like, look down at yourself, and, uh just kind of glancing around you you look down at your hands and on the inside of your wrists you see like a a squiggly line that's kind of at the base of your palm and your wrist it just kind of is there it's really faint but it's on both of your wrists hmm squiggly line on both wrists and as you kind of look at it 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 just kind of like almost looks like it's it's moving slightly oh really i will like rotate my wrists around like really rapidly does it like go with my movement um you you look at it and uh as you turn it it doesn't move but like there's just this faint little almost like it looks like it's vibrating really quickly this little zigzaggy thing on your the inside of your your wrist i'll probably like lick my thumb and like rub at it to see if it's like a mark you know yeah you you rub really hard and it it doesn't go anywhere it's just it's there Hmm. um you continue to kind of examine yourself and as you kind of look up your arms uh like midway on your bicep, you have another similar mark. This one's a little bigger though. Um, and it looks like it's a band that's kind of beginning to wrap around your your arm um, on both your arms as well. Hmm. It's black? Yeah, it's black. She's like just kind of like talking to herself as she's like, whoa. Weird. That's super weird. Um, do you continue to look? Yeah, yeah, I'd keep looking. Okay, so you begin to look, um, and as you you continue to look at yourself, you you kind of look at uh, your chest a little bit, and then you see another one of those little shapes, and there's like a dot above it on your chest, kind of near your collarbone, mm. maybe a little below that, and. It's just this this thin line of blackness that's there. I'm gonna like kind of tap it. <laughs> like, does it do anything? Um, you look at it and it, it it looks like it almost has that same kind of slight vibration to it. Mm. Okay, well, I guess I'll keep looking if there's anything else. Um, you look around some more. And uh, you don't see a lot else. 
right now. Okay. Um, if that's the case, then I guess I'd, like, get up and, like, kind of be testing, like, can I stand okay? That last part was pretty bad. So can I, like, move around okay? Am I crippled or something? <laughs> so you, you kind of ease your way to your feet, and you begin to stand up, and uh, you feel a little shaky at first, but you can stand. You're still strong enough to stand. Um, you, you rise from the bed, and... Um, gets your footing and you, you feel like you're standing pretty solid now okay and there's no window or anything in here just the window on the door oh okay yeah i'll go look out of that okay so give me a perception roll okay oh hold on. two <laughs> <laughs> two so you you go to look out the window to see uh if you see anything out the window but the only thing that catches your attention that distracts you entirely from the hallway is you see a reflection and there are two lines on each of your cheeks that look the same as the ones that are on the other parts of your body. Ooh. Weird. She's like poking them. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this means. She's saying to herself. <laughs> like... So, I don't know. If there was here, I would just open the door and see if, like, like poke my head out down the hallway. Okay, so you open the door and look out, and um, you look down one of the hallways, and you spot, like, this guard who kind of, like, looks at you and just says, Oh, you're awake now? Ready? Uh, yep. Okay. I'll get the boss. Um, okay. He wanted to know when you woke up, so. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and have a seat in your room. He'll be in there shortly. Um, okay. So, are there any other rooms around me, by the way, as I, like, before I turn to go back in the room? Uh, you look up and down, and there's definitely other rooms here, but the guard's kind of walking towards you right now. Oh, okay, so and, like, I can't. motion for you to get back in. Okay, fine. I'll get back in. <laughs> um, so you go in. Do you sit on the bed or in the chair? Um... Probably, like, plop back down on the bed. Okay. Uh, so you sit down on the bed, and about, like, three minutes later, in walks Willis, and he's got a big smile on his face, and says, so, how do you feel? Um, I mean, I feel okay. Like, um, there's some weird stuff on me. Did you see that? Yes, we did notice that. Uh, there's, there's a few things that are a bit odd about the situation um mm -hmm. here he kind of like says like he puts his fingers up on his neck and he's like here put your fingers here feel your pulse okay so i like put him up and you 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 like try to feel around and you're like where's my pulse where is it why, why am i having trouble finding this and like you keep feeling around and he's just like having trouble finding your pulse uh yeah it seems your okay. your heart rate has slowed dramatically. Oh, is that um a bad thing? <laughs> I mean, you you seem healthy. It's just that is a bit different. Um. Here, here, here. Here's another thing. Uh, 
And he says, here, can I have your hand for a second? Um, yep. So I pulled it out. Um, he, he takes a pin, and he's like, this might hurt a bit. And he goes and pricks the tip of your finger. And you feel, like, the, the pain, but you watch as, like, no blood comes out. Um, that's weird. She'll, like, even squeeze it a little bit, like, you know, to kind of coax some out or something. Yeah, and, yeah, like, you like sque- as you squeeze and try to get some to come out, like, you watch, and it you're squeezing real hard, and eventually, like, a tiny drop comes out of it. But that's it. You can't get any more to come out. Did that black stuff eat up all my blood? And... Uh, Willis just looks at his, I don't think it ate your blood. I think it's helping helping you stay alive. It's almost fighting to keep you alive. Really? That's what, we're, what it seems. So, like, if I, like, slash open my arm right now, it wouldn't really bleed? Well, I don't know if we want to go and test that entirely, but Theoretically, oh, yeah, that is good. a possibility that we wouldn't have to worry about you bleeding out on us. Well, hmm. Weird. Do you feel different any other ways? Do I, Mark? <laughs> uh, give me a medicine roll. Okay. Oh, another two. This is like the okay. fourth two. And he... He just looks and just says, "You don't really, you don't really feel anything." But he's just like, "Well, over the next day or two, we can we can keep working with you and see what we can accomplish." Okay. Do you know what happened? Like what? Um. Yeah, I did, like I didn't see like for a while there, and I couldn't hear anything, and. Now I have black markings, and I don't bleed, and I don't have a pulse. So what does that mean? Well, well, we're going to look into this, but I have I have a couple ideas, and we can experiment a little bit. Um, are you up for that? I'm sure. How um have how long have I been out for? You've been out for nearly a day now. Oh wow, really? Yeah, I mean you you re, you responded rather negatively to the treatment. It seemed it seemed like your body huh? was resistant to to a lot of the treatment. But um, like I said, we had medical professionals there who. Made sure to keep you, you safe. Keep you there, uh, with us. Wait, are you saying almost died? I mean, if we weren't there, it's it's possible. Whoa. Well, thanks for not letting me die. Of course, we would never let you do that. Hmm. Oh, hey, how are uh, Ron and Carter? Uh, they're they're doing well as as well. Uh, we'll get you to see them. We'll get you to see them soon. But, oh, okay. Um, here, let's let's do a quick couple experiments on you. 
Um, and he says, let's, let's try this. And he goes over, and there's a light switch, and he turns it off. And he's like, does that, do you see any difference? And you look, and, like, you can see pretty clearly in this dark room now. Okay. Um, so you hear, like, an, like, like an audible gasp. And she's like, <gasps> whoa! <laughs> and that's all she says. She doesn't even tell him what it is. She's just looking. What? What? Oh, um, uh, I it I can see everything pretty good actually. Whoa, this is crazy. That's interesting. I I figured something Where? something was different with your eyes. Your eyes are I don't know around your around your iris. There's like this buzzing blackness that I see. Oh, what? Really? Does it look weird? No, it's it's not weird. It's just different. Oh, okay. But we'll we'll continue to keep looking at this. We'll continue to to see what changes have been made, what you can accomplish now. Um, as we saw those markings on you, on your body, and uh, they seem to be in multiple places. So okay, we're gonna we're gonna see what what comes now. So that's where we're going to end your first session, Karis. That is the end of your session zero. Um, so next week, we're going to be joined by another one of our players, Mike. And we're going to get introduced to his character, Mithranon. And we'll learn a little bit more about the world and who he is and uh, how he's going to get into this storyline. So so yeah, once again, thank you for joining us, and everyone have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another session of Beacon's Aura. If you'd like to tune into a live session, you can follow Marquee Gaming on Twitch and tune in on Sundays at 2 CST. If you'd like to see art from the sessions and of the characters, you can follow Pip400Art on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again, and see you next time.